This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Peel police are saying that you need to only call 911 if it's an emergency. Here's a tweet they put out. Calling 911 because you need to use the bathroom and the car ahead isn't moving fast enough <laughs> is definitely hashtag not for 911. <laughs> what, is, what is a police officer going to do in that situation? Come on. Here is the call. We've got it. I appreciate the patience on this 911 operator. 911, to police, Hello? fire, or ambulance. Yeah, I need ambulance, please. You need the ambulance? No, I need uh, police. Well, then why did you say you need ambulance? I didn't say ambulance. I said I need police. Hold on a second, just out of the gate. He clearly said he needs an ambulance. Uh-huh. Did you not hear that? Let's let's listen to the start of that again. 911, to police, Hello? fire, or ambulance. Yeah, I need ambulance, please. You need the ambulance? No, I need uh, police. Well, then why did you say you need ambulance? <laughs> I didn't say ambulance. I said I need police. Okay. You have the police. Yeah. Where is the emergency? Actually, the thing is that I have to pee, and these guys are not moving. You have to pee? Yeah. This is your emergency, that you have to pee? Yeah. And yeah. how are the police going to help you urinate? I have to pee, man. And but I'm not sure what you like me to do, that you have to urinate. I can't help you with that. I am disconnecting. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Okay, giving him a little sass. Well-deserved. Yeah, keep yeah. it short in case there's a real emergency coming yeah. in. What do you think I'm going to do, bud? I like I'm not holding like, it for you. <laughs> like he, like, honked on the phone. <laughs> I can help myself. Honk, honk. That's about it. <laughs> I need to pee. They won't move. Peanut Tim Hortons cup like the rest of us do in that situation. <laughs> I, need a, uh, I need a police escort to the next en route. <laughs> not happening, pal. <laughs> Tim Hortons cup, Gatorade bottle, whatever you got available. Old Ziploc bag, maybe? Yeah, open the door a crack. Sure. If you're going that slow, you could probably get out. <laughs> Actually, the thing is that I have to pee, and these guys are not moving. You have to pee. And we're doing a little experiment. Hellman's, the mayonnaise company, they tweeted out uh, last Thursday, and all through the weekend people were talking about this online. They said, mayonnaise in coffee. And then they they added, nope, that wasn't a typo. Mayo in your coffee. It's called having a sophisticated palate. Hmm. I I have heard people put butter in their coffee instead of creamer. Uh, That's something that over the past, I'd say, 10 years has become a bit of a thing. Okay. But I've never heard mayonnaise in the coffee, Jim. Yeah, so we were wondering if there was any dairy or anything in mayo, but mayo is made of emulsifying eggs, oil, and some type of acid, usually vinegar Vinegar. or lemon juice. So kind of the opposite of dairy. I'm surprised because it does look like it could have milk in it. Well, because it's white. Aren't aren't eggs considered dairy? No, Taz. Dairy is only cows. Are you sure? (laughs) Either I'm an idiot. I how would type in dairy. Our eggs dairy. Our eggs dairy. Eggs are not a dairy product. Basically, it refers to milk or any food products made from milk, including cheese, cream, butter, or yogurt. On the contrary, eggs are laid by birds. Well, I know where they come from. Are you sure? Sometimes by snakes, Taz. Well, how about this one? Are eggs dairy? The answer isn't totally clear to everyone. There. I'm one of the people. (laughs) But like on the food pyramid, 
You know, the, the food groups aren't, isn't dairy and eggs lumped in together? I, I, honestly, I've, I've never seen that. I, I, for me, dairy is always cow-based, milk-based. Sure, goat. You could have goat milk sure, sure. as well. You could have uh, goat eggs. Wait, no. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Do not eat the goat eggs, Taz. All right. Anyways, I went down to the Tim Hortons here. The ladies looked very confused. I asked if I could get a side order of mayonnaise and a medium black coffee. And you're going to give this a try, Jim. Sure. So you uh, got a spoon there as well. Yeah, I got a dollop ready. If you just want to mix that mayonnaise, make sure it's a healthy uh, yeah, spoonful. There's a big spoonful for you. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of mayonnaise. Mix it oh, into the coffee. It doesn't mix. It doesn't dilute. It's just floating on the top. Oh, that's no good. <laughs> this is not... You, you know things aren't meant to be together when the thing floats on top and doesn't... This is oil and water and coffee for him. Seriously, Taz, it's just floating... Uh, it's a clump? Part. Oh, my God. I just dry thinking about it. Okay, but I'm going to... Stir it up. See if you can stir it up and make something happen there. We don't have a ton of time here. It's in, it's in. There's particles in there, so I'm going to take a sip. I think I know how this is going to go. Hmm, I'll take another sip. You know what? Not as gross as I thought. It didn't really change the flavor that much, maybe because it hasn't quite diluted in there yet, but it's not. I thought it was going to be worse. Tangy? A little zip? Like, I don't know what's going on in my brain, but like subconsciously it's tasting like bread more. But maybe it's just because I have mayo and bread, the taste put together. Yeah, because you put know, it on but... sandwiches all the time. How many stars out of five would you give I mean, mayonnaise in coffee, Jim? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it as neutral. I'm gonna give it two and a half stars because I can't really taste it, and like I can't tell if it's my brain playing tricks on me or whatever. But it's not bad. I mean, I would just have it black normally, but it didn't ruin the coffee. Wow. Not as gross as you expected. No. There you go. Put that on the ad campaign. <laughs> I want to see you peacock. Taz and Jim joined by Devin Peacock. And here we go. NHL hockey is back, baby. Two games tonight. The season starts with Pittsburgh in Tampa Bay. Then we have Seattle visiting the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Those are the only two games on the schedule tonight. Uh, Seattle is off to not the greatest of starts in the NHL. They're going to be missing five guys for tonight's game because of COVID-19 protocols. So uh, not the way the Kraken wanted to start their uh, career in the NHL. But um, uh, if you look at the roster, it's let's be honest. I mean, they're, they're not the greatest of teams. They're not going the Vegas route in terms of uh, building a team. They're going the more traditional route which hasn't always uh, been easy. I mean, Vegas really uh, kind of set the standard for how you should do this. Uh, either way, uh, Seattle will have the work cut out for them with Vegas because Vegas is going to be one of the teams that is going to be a favorite to win the Stanley Cup this year. This is like a Back to the Future 2 game. What do you mean? <laughs> like five years ago, these teams didn't exist. If Marty McFly showed up in 2021 and he saw the Vegas Golden Knights are playing the Seattle Kraken, what? <laughs> We'd be watching the show being like, looks like they couldn't get the NHL rights for actual teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. make a couple up. Uh, no one would ever name a team the Kraken. That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, when are the Leafs getting underway, Def? Now, the Leafs play their first game uh, tomorrow. They're home to Montreal. 
The uh, Habs, as we know, will be without Carey Price for at least the first month of the season. He has uh, taken some time off to work on himself, which is uh, uh, pretty commendable. The Toronto Maple Leafs will also be without a key member of their team. Austin Matthews is going to miss the first three games of the season. He did not play in the preseason, you may remember. He is rehabbing from wrist surgery back in August and still not up to 100%. It's the start of the season. You don't need to be pushing it if you're the Leafs or Austin Matthews. He's your best player. On the weekend, my son saw on Amazon Prime that that Leafs uh, documentary. He's like, Daddy, hockey, can we watch this? I'm like, sure. Just let me warn you. If you're a parent, every second word in that documentary is an F-bomb. All right? (laughs) Is it it bleeped? No. Really? That's kind of... My son is walking around dropping f bombs nonstop now. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> Welcome back, hockey Friday show. We were talking about marijuana with Alex Lifeson from Rush. Heard about our gardening contest, the Stonely Crop, and asked if he could be a celebrity judge. <laughs> How could we turn that opportunity down? Uh, he's actually the one who announced the winner of the three finalists. I would have to choose Zach. Zach's from London, and there's something about the the height and and those uh, buds are huge in that picture. They're they're huge, and he sort of sort of looks like he he's one of the plants. <laughs> he's got a big bushy beard, big bushy yeah. plants, very fitting. Yeah. He is the Stonely Crop champion. <laughs> Now, Friday after our show, Jim, you put on your blazer, you put on the white gloves, and you brought the Stonely Crop trophy to award it to Zach. How was it? Was it an awesome experience? Was he pumped? He was pumped. Unfortunately, the plants were already down, and uh, when I went to his place, they were like the root system was drying mm. on his front porch. Um, I guess he grew them somewhere else anyway, but uh, the look on his face and the look on his wife's face was uh, was well worth the trip. Uh, I interviewed him too, asked him a few tips about uh, you know his weed growing process. Good things grow in Ontario. Okay, here I am with the champion of the 2021 Stonely Crop Championships. You are the man, Zach of London. How does it feel? feels pretty good. You know, it's uh, pretty new to growing, so I wasn't expecting the win, but it's nice to get. <laughs> You're new. I mean, the, I think the thing that put you over the top was just how big and beautiful those buds looked. Were you surprised how that turned out? Yeah, very much so. I didn't grow here at my own house. I had another private property to do. I actually had to cut a couple of them in half to get them home. They didn't fit in the car all in one piece. So, uh, so yeah, they're definitely a lot bigger than I was expecting. That's for sure. How long have you been growing for? Uh, I, my first attempt was last summer. Didn't go too well. This summer was the first time I actually got to you know full harvest so it's, i'm pretty excited about it what do you think worked for you what would what would tips would you give uh, some other budding gardeners out there lots of sun and air movement you know avoid the uh, the mold and mildew problems that's the biggest issue that i ran into last year so, so like keep it away from the house or something like that yeah or? you know lots of make sure you've got a lot of wind movement through and just not too close together when where you're putting your plants you know space them out apart if you can yeah so uh as a consumer what's your favorite thing to do after imbibing what do you like to do uh relax my wife and i both use it uh, uh, both recreational and uh, as medicinal purposes as well she's autoimmune uh, with some issues so uh, and i'm epileptic so we think it's kind of helping us out both you know relax and medically so that's why i love the legality of it yes eh? yes very finally 
um, and also uh, cheap Halloween candy soon enough. Yes, very much. I'm, I'm very excited for that. It's always the day after Halloween we run out and grab those boxes when they go on sale. If, if you can get your hands on them before everybody else does. <laughs> Attaboy, Zach. Well, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the trophy. Display it proudly this Thanksgiving weekend. Will do. Thank you. I'll take it on a tour around to the family. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be proud, no yes, doubt. Yes, very much so. And they've been watching it grow as well. <laughs> I, I love that, Jim. I love that... Uh... It sounded it truly like a like a post game hockey interview. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was man. It was a hard fought battle, a lot of competition. He's out there. <laughs> the Stonely crop. Zach's got the trophy, and uh, also the the visual of him bringing those plants home, <laughs> like he just got his Christmas tree for the holiday season, <laughs> strapped to the roof. <laughs> right. <laughs> He they sent were me massive. A, he sent me a picture of like the yield afterwards. He put all the weed in the bowl of the cup, which I'm just so happy with, right? You know, mm-hmm. you do, you know, like Phil Kessel will put the hot dogs in the bowl, whatever you're passionate about. But he put the bowl, uh, all the weed in the bowl. And there's also, let me count here, one, two, three, four, five, six. There's like over 20 full-size mason jars full of weed. Wow. Like, holy cow. All, ar- all around the, uh, the trophy. Yeah, it's wild. Congratulations again, Zach. And to the people who are still sending us pictures of their marijuana plants, obviously you're growing some good stuff because the contest ended last week, (laughs) all right? I was on the internet, Jim, and I found your Christmas gift. This is something that you need to have. I just emailed you a link there if you want to open it up. I need to have this? The (laughs) coin... The corn cob, ten times vibrating vegetable, sex toy, waterproof, ideal for showering, but not for immersion in the bathtub or pool. <laughs> this is a thing. Can you believe it? Yes. I, I saw I saw a GIF or a GIF, and it was a, a malleable cob of corn. And I'm like, is that what I think it is? Is is there a corn on the cob sex toy on the market? So I did a Google search, and there's multiple. Oh, I just, I dude, I just scrolled down, and there is, because it's like... There's a whole garden variety. These things are, listen, I'm all for self-pleasure and doing, but some of these things are bonkers. Like, some of them, like, you go in one of these stores, and there's like an there's like a tentacle, yeah. or there's like things that look like an alien, or like an animal's... Something and like, who is into this? Makes the cob of uh, corn seem pretty boring, doesn't it? <laughs> pretty vanilla over here with my vibrating cob of corn. I, I just, I don't get it. But well, yeah, there's. I, I know you're from Mitchell, Ontario, which is the home of the annual Corn Fest. Yeah, which celebrates all cor- things corn. A lot of people with smiles on their face when you brought me to Cornfest, and now it all makes sense. Sure, sure, but that's with the real deal, Taz. <laughs> you don't need to buy it off Amazon. Go into a field. No. Figure it out. No. <laughs> we don't want anyone showing up at the Stratford ER with a cob of corn <laughs> that needs to be removed surgically. Yeah, no, that's yeah, probably not a good idea. Make sure you get the dishwasher safe. But thanks, though, Taz. Cob Hopefully the... Hopefully the supply chain hasn't disrupted this one. I can get it, you know, within 30 days. Doing another spinoff of that 70s show, Jim. Mm-hmm. This one is going to be called That 90s Show. Awesome. Yeah. It's going to be 10 episodes of the show. Exact same kind of setup, like that multicam vibe. 
uh, that that 70s show had. I don't know if they'll do the basement spinning around cam every time they get stoned, but uh, it's actually going to be some of the same characters from the original as well. I wonder if they're all just going to do ecstasy and go to raves instead of sitting in the basement smoking weed. <laughs> so much more 90s. Oh, yeah. Glow sticks. Sure, sure. Red Foreman with a, his shirt off and a soother in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Still with the bald head though, but just living it, living it up. He's going to be in it. They, uh, the the show is going to focus on Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Jo Rupp, Red and Kitty Foreman, mm-hmm. and they're going to be uh, looking after the granddaughter, their granddaughter, the daughter of Eric and Donna, visiting them for the summer, making new friends. And they'll have uh, just a plethora of 90s references in there. Yeah, that'll be the thing. You know there will be every 90s, uh, you know, reference possible stuck in there. Nintendo. Pogs. Pogs, sure. Ninja Turtles. Just, I wonder if that's what our parents thought when they saw that 70s show. It was like, this is totally pandering, but for me it seemed authentic. Do you feel old, Jim? I was born in the 70s. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember them. I, so, I was young, but yeah. your 90s were like your formative years, and now it's nostalgia. Yeah, it, se- it seems weird because the original show came out in 1998, so that would have been 28 years after the 70s, or like 70, and then so this is tw- 31 years. So this is a longer distance between the 90s than the original was between the 70s. Wow. Holy, that doesn't make sense at all. That can't be right. I know. The 70s seemed like, oh, my God, the 70s. That was so long ago. Yeah. But maybe, the 90s, maybe was there was like a big, two weeks ago. Maybe there was a way bigger culture shock, I think, or something. Something different is going on, right? Like maybe our clothes haven't changed that much. I don't know. Since the world's become smaller, maybe the style is less stark of a difference. You know what I mean? I don't know. but. Yeah. I guess we'll see how 90s this show is. I'm glad Red and Kitty are in it, though. They're, they're some of the great sitcom parents. Big time. Like Red Foreman is... Everyone's dad was kind of like Red Foreman For at sure. some point. Very relatable. I, I'm interested to see which of the main cast will return to, because like Eric and Donna, you assume they're going to make a... At least a cameo in the first episode to drop their daughter off. Or something, yeah. It'd be kind of awkward if they you know, they didn't come to a settlement on a contract or something like that, and they're just never in the show. I have a feeling Hyde died in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs> easiest way to settle that yeah, one. Yeah, no, Hyde's he's not, not around back. anymore. No. Uh, he's had some issues. Yep. <laughs> Off screen. Yeah, leave it at that. Fez is probably going to be the wacky next-door neighbor. He bought a house next to the parents. He's got to come. He hasn't done anything since that 70s show, so he's got to come back. Yeah, you got to think Fez is looking for the easy payday there. Yeah, yeah. Netflix, 10 episodes, that 90s show coming soon. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.